entrepreneur. It doesn't matter where you are currently located in the world because it's time to settle in and buckle up for another exciting and potentially profitable episode of The Marketing Minute with your host, Mark Newsom, otherwise known as Mr. Marketing. Entrepreneur, this is Mark Newsom, Mr. Marketing, and welcome to another exciting and yes, potentially profitable episode of the Marketing Minute. Ladies and gentlemen, today we are going to talk about five incredibly simple ways for you and I to dramatically increase your website conversion rates. And the reason why this is important is because, ladies and gentlemen, unfortunately, too many entrepreneurs are jumping online and they're spending money on pay-per-click ads, solo ads, uh, Google PPC, which is pay-per-click in case you didn't know, and they're not taking care of what they need to take care of on the sales process end of their website or their blog or the sales letter. If you're sending people to a sales page where the ultimate objective objective pardon me, is for you to sell something, a front-end product or a high-end service or whatever, but you haven't gotten all of the pieces together in terms of the sales process, ladies and gentlemen, you're wasting a lot of money and you're going to be incredibly frustrated and you're probably ultimately going to end up what we like to refer to as upside down, meaning more money is going out than it's coming in. And the reason being that you have to understand the psychology of a uh, visitor online. Ladies and gentlemen, most of us don't go online to purchase something initially. We go online to do research, and if they come across a sales page, in other words, you're a glorified stranger to them. They don't know who you are. They don't know anything about your brand, anything, and there you are trying to sell, sell them, pardon me, on the very first visit to your site. You've probably heard this by now. Seth Golden is one of the first ones I originally heard give this analogy, and it's still as relevant today as when he said it way back when. That is the equivalent of proposing marriage on a very first date. Good luck with that. So you're thinking, okay, well, Mark, if you if you have a sales page and you send uh, traffic there and it's the objective of the sales page is to sell, what's the alternative? As Seth would put it, it's called dating. What do you mean? You offer them a free problem solving uh, some content of some kind to get them to opt into your list. Now, if you're an e-commerce site, what you're going to do in that uh, instance is you're going to offer them an extremely time-sensitive gift certificate or coupon. This way, instead of them leaving your site, because ladies and gentlemen, please understand this. If a first-time visitor comes to your sales page, or even your blog or anything else, but especially a sales page where you and I are trying to sell something and they leave without purchasing anything, there's a 99.999% chance they are not coming back, period. So that's why you have to add a list building component to your online visit, online business or service. And the other thing is, that means you need to get a reputable paid 
email service provider. Now, there are a ton of good ones out there, so you just have to look around, see what works for your budget, your particular needs, and your needs can change. You know, you may outgrow it or whatever, but you need a paid, in my opinion, uh, reputable email service provider. Now, the one I happen to use is AWeber. That's AWeber.com, A-W-E-B-E-R.com. Uh, that's not an affiliate link of any kind, but what I was going to say is AWeber now has a free option where you can sign up for free, and you can use most of the services, not all of them, but you you only pay once your list exceeds 500 opt-in subscribers. So in other words, when you reach 501 that next month, AWeber will start charging you whatever the rate is for over 500. Now, that's one option. You can find others that have a, a free service, but ultimately, ladies and gentlemen, you want to get to the paid service because that's where all the bells and whistles are. Now, I got this list here, and let's go over it. Here's the first thing you need to understand that you have to correct. Ladies and gentlemen, it's kind of an ongoing debate, but the, the consensus is you and I have between three and five seconds to convince a visitor, especially a first-time visitor, to stick around. So here's the analogy I like to use. Imagine you go into your uh, favorite uh, local supermarket or a corner deli, if you have any of those in your area, and you're waiting around and there's only one cashier and there's someone in the back and they're, you know, maybe they're stocking shelves or whatever. And, you know, you look at the line and it's really not moving. And the cashier, for the most part, they're, you know, this person that's man in the deli for the moment, they're doing the best they can. But it's obvious it's going to be a while before they're going to be able to get to you because you're not the first in line. So you finally decide to just throw the towel in and think, you know what, I'll... I'll go somewhere else because I just don't have time to wait around. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's the equivalent of a slow-loading website. And let me let you in on a little something. Uh, beginning web designers have a tendency work to want to overload your site with all this fancy technology and graphics. And please understand this. Entrepreneur, it is the copy that sells not the technology. So if your site is incredibly slow to load, not only are you lo losing that potential visitor who might become a customer, but you lose their repeat business and their referrals. So it's very expensive. Do not go there. Now, this next one is huge. I want you to picture this. Imagine you run into a friend, a business associate you haven't seen in a while, and there's this favorite restaurant both of you like. So you set in your calendars, hey, we'll meet on this day at this time. And this place normally is packed between 11 and 2 o'clock in the afternoon. But, you know, you're going to take a chance and you're going to get over there by 1 o'clock. And to both of your surprise, not only is there not a line which is normally formed outside, you get right into the place. You're thinking, whoa, and you get this little corner spot, you know, where you talk business, and you're really thinking, whoa, how do we get this lucky? And, there's, you know, you look around, there's very few people in the place, and within a minute, it's obvious why. The music blaring out of the uh, sound system is some incredibly raunchy gangster rap. 
every other word, it seems like, is the F word. And you're thinking to yourself, are you kidding me? No wonder nobody's up in here. And both of you decide, let's get the hell out of here and go somewhere else. Or, you know, they're playing loud uh, headbanging music. Either way, you're thinking to yourself, we got to get out of here. Now, of course, you're thinking, well, Mark, you know, we're not on the same drugs as you. What the heck does gangster rap or headbanging music have to do with online success? Well, I'm glad you asked. Simply this. Entrepreneurs do not use these incredibly loud colors as background on your website. Because statistic after statistic and millions and millions and millions of dollars in research have proven it's hard on your eyes. You know that sound that's made when you and I um, scratch down a blackboard? You know that kind of screechy sound everybody covers your ears with? Well, visually, that's what you're doing to your visitors' eyes when you have these loud colors. And ladies, no offense. You're equally guilty when you do this hot pink and orange and yellow. The print is very hard to read. And the other thing, speaking of print, because I'm becoming an OG now, you might want to increase the size of your fonts in both your emails and on your website. Because if people, A, find it hard to read, they're not going to stick around. And if they don't stick around, I don't know how you're going to make get opt-ins or ultimately make sales. You know, so here's number three, and this is huge. And let me take a moment, ladies and gentlemen, here to do a little victory lap. But as of Monday, October 26 at 9, 9 a.m. 2022, my episode on Sharkpreneur with Seth Green and co-host Kevin Harrington went live. Now, it, Kevin wasn't on the uh, episode, unfortunately, with me and Seth. It was just Seth and myself. But the point is, you can now go to YouTube, put in Sharkpreneur, episode 840, or Sharkpreneur, uh, Mark Newsom, And that's Mark with a K, Newsom, N-E-W-S-O-M-E. And you'll be able to watch the episode that I was on. Kevin also, I'm sorry, Seth also uh, loads it to his LinkedIn, to their LinkedIn uh, profile, his LinkedIn profile, I'm sorry, and you can see all the different people who have been on there, and you'll see myself. I also have it uh, posted on my LinkedIn account, and I did something else really cool, too. I also took a screenshot image of it, and it's uh, Seth on one side, then a shark that looks like it's coming out of water, and the teeth are showing, and it says the Sharkpreneur Podcast at the top, and then it shows myself or whoever the guest is. And for mine, the Seth put the label of Creative Marketing Strategies, which I really appreciate that coming from him because he's a mega best-selling uh, author, and he's also one of the world's renowned experts in direct response marketing. If you're not sure what that term is, ask your friend Google or go over to YouTube and put in what is direct response marketing so you can get a, a better idea of what I'm talking about. But the point is, I've added that to the uh, front page, the cover page, if you will, of my profile on LinkedIn. And that way, so when I drive traffic to my LinkedIn profile, as they scroll down, you know, checking you out, they'll see that Sharkpreneur logo there, and they'll also see a um, graduation a certificate 
a screenshot of it because I graduated from John Morrill, and John spells his name J-O-N and Morrill, M-O-R-R-O-W. And if you don't know, John Morrill is one of the top bloggers in the world. His smart blogger blog has generated in excess of four million visitors. Now, truth told, full disclosure, I don't know if that's uh, all you need, you know, or half and half, two million you need, two million return, but four million visitors is a lot of traffic. I, th I think you'd agree with that. So John put together a course called Guest Blogging. And you, A, once you invest in the course, you have to complete all the assignments, then take a final exam in order to pass. And I think as I remember, because I got my certificate about two years ago, uh, I think you need a 70 to pass. Now the story is, and again, I'm sharing this with you, you know, I don't know if this is the real whole story, but this is the one John puts out, and we're going to respect the fact that he's got a mega brand, that he's not going to try to damage his brand too far by stretching the truth too far, correct? But the short of it is, John said over the years, you know, as his blog started to get a lot of notoriety, and he became known as one of the top 1% bloggers in the world, which he is, that part definitely is true. John said some of the major uh, publications and corporations and magazines started reaching out to him saying, John, we cannot find enough quality uh, writers to offer writing assignments to. Ladies and gentlemen, you're talking about in terms of content marketing now, not you know necessarily writing, say, for Entrepreneur Magazine or Forbes Magazine or Huffington Post, because they're to the point now, a lot of them won't pay unless you, know, you come through the door with an incredible reputation because so many people are willing to volunteer you know, to get the exposure. And in case I'll do it uh, to get the backlinks, you know, if this, as long as the site has a, a domain ranking of 50 or more, I'm in. You know, they, they want to give me that link because I can tell you right now, ladies and gentlemen, appearing on these podcasts is starting to push up my domain ranking. And if you're not sure what domain ranking is, just ask your friend, Google or go to YouTube. What is domain ranking? Why is it important? You know, whatever. But anyway, the point is, John said they started reaching out to him and John recognized the fact that this was a gap an untapped marketing opportunity for him to fill. So him and a team of his experts got together and created this course called Guest Blogging. And he also has a course on content marketing. And what he was attempting to do is create qualified writers who could then take their skills to the marketplace and get paid, or like I said, in my case, barter. But here's the point that I, I bring that up with. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know, on or offline, on average, no matter how many people take any kind of course you can think of, investing in cryptocurrency, investing in the stock market, learning, trying to learn internet marketing, social media marketing, uh, investing in creative real estate, nothing down techniques, how to buy a house with lease options, how to buy properties in foreclosure, how to buy commercial properties with little or no money down, or whatever you know the thing is. On average, about 1% to 2%, closer to 1%, actually ever do anything. A certain percentage, ladies and gentlemen, about 10 to 15 percent, barely open the courses but never finish. Now John is no exception. Again, I don't know how many people have actually taken this course over the years, but this guest blogging course that I not only took, uh, completed, 
and pass the final exam, I'll guarantee you more haven't than have. So the point being, having that uh, certificate of completion, that's like a form of advertising and marketing because that lets some of these uh, big-time commercial clients know, hey, this person has put the time in and they've gotten certified. Now, truth told, do I really believe that his certification process is so bona fide that it's going to turn corporate America's head? No, I do not. But here's what I do know. Content marketing is a three, four hundred billion dollar a year industry right now. And according to people like John Morrow and his expert team of researchers, they say by as soon as 2028, it will have doubled and be close to $850 billion that these corporations are willing to invest to find quality writers. Ladies and gentlemen, that's a huge market. And again, that's why I decided to invest in this course, determined to uh, finish it, and then pass the test so that I could wave around that badge of honor, that uh, certification, so that they understand, okay, this person at least has the basic skills we need to write. Now, ladies and gentlemen, some of you already know who visit my blog, youcanmarketonlinenow.com. I currently have that I have personally written in excess of 3,500, that's 3, 500 blog posts, and another, I don't know, 30, 35 that are guest blog posts. And by the way, speaking of guest blog posts, an entrepreneur, if you know anything about SEO, social media, uh, email marketing, blogging, podcasting and you'd like to share it with my audience by all means reach out to me go to the contact page of my blog you can market online now.com forward slash contact in the subject line put potential guest blogging opportunity meaning you're reaching out to me don't write a novel let me know what your expertise is maybe send me a link or two of what you've already done and there's a very good chance as long as you supply other things that we'll talk about when I give you the return email very good chance I'll go ahead and publish your content and maybe do it on a regular basis if you want. But anyway, I digress. The point that I was trying to make with all of that, ladies and gentlemen, is social proof. Anytime you and I can share something you've done that can be verified, do it. Because your potential prospects and mine love the fact, ladies and gentlemen, they don't want to be a pioneer. You understand what I'm saying? They don't want to be the first, the guinea pig. So show them some social proof. Relax their mind that, hey, other people have, have uh, benefited from this process, and you probably will too, and offer some type of uh, tension-relieving money-back guarantee. Risk reversal is a powerful strategy to use right here. And you're thinking, okay, what is risk reversal, Mark, if I can get the word out? Basically, what you're saying with risk reversal is, hey, you invest in my thingy or my service and if you're not satisfied for any reason you not only get your money back but you know those two bonuses or that one mega bonus I gave you keep it as my free gift now your bonuses ladies and gentlemen cannot be cheesy it has to be something that a somebody say you know what I would have paid for this in and of by itself 
but you're going to let me keep it provided I've given your product or service an honest try and I'm not satisfied and I'm asking for my money back? Absolutely. So social proof is very positive, powerful, pardon me. And that's why, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sharing the Sharkpreneur episode on future uh, blog posts. I've written about it a couple of times already on LinkedIn. I've already shared the YouTube link on LinkedIn. They, Seth's people sent me a bunch of promo material to send out on Twitter. He's on Instagram, which I currently am not. So think about that. When he they uh, publish it out to Instagram, people will get exposed to me that would have never got exposed to me if they were waiting on me to get an Instagram account. Okay, so think about that. Now, here's the other thing. Number four. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're not a mega personality like Tony Robbins or Dean Grazioso or uh, Amy Porterfield, when it comes to your opt-in box, sign-up form, lead capture page, whatever you want to call it, on your blog or your e-commerce site, make sure it's above the fold. What do you mean, Mark? You know how you take a newspaper and the way you read it is it's folded and then when you flip it, you see the bottom part? You don't know if your audience is going to stick around long enough to get below the fold. So they don't presume they're going to scroll. So have your market tested opt-in offer above the fold. Now, once you become a mega powerhouse celebrity like Les Brown, I'm sorry, uh, well, Les Brown or Dan Kennedy or any of these other uh, mega published celebrities, Oprah, Marie Forleo, any of these people, then you can experiment with having your uh, opt-in box below the fold. But until you reach that status, it's got to be above the fold. Now, here's the other thing, ladies and gentlemen. You have to learn how to write what's in it for me, meaning your target audience, what I like to call main power headlines. Because 80%, listen to me, entrepreneur, 80% of your success or failure will be determined by your headline and by the same token, when it comes to email marketing or effective email marketing, your subject line. So you want to learn how to get off the me, myself, and I sort of writing style that everybody starts out with, myself included, because we don't know any better. And you want to learn how to write the what's in it for me, meaning your target audience. They have to pick that up immediately in order to make them stick around. And if that headline or that subject line in the email doesn't grab them, you're not toast. Forget about it. They're moving on. Because they want to know how whatever it is you and I have benefits them. Period. End of subject. And here's the other thing, just as a quick side note. When you learn how to write what's in it for me, copy, meaning articles, blog posts, uh, direct snail mail postcards, off and online sales letters, websites, e-commerce sites, uh, titles for podcast content, etc., etc., email campaigns, welcome email campaigns, and on and on and on and on and on, video sales letter uh, content, you become very valuable. 
in the on and offline marketing space. Because I gotta tell you something, ladies and gentlemen, here's something that's not obvious at first. Most professionals, they're great at what they do, but not so great at what they don't specialize in, if you get my drift. So having said that, let's do a little housekeeping. First of all, if you got value out of this particular episode, and I sincerely hope you did, ladies and gentlemen, I gladly accept your referrals. Please feel free to spread the message, share this with any and everybody you like who you think would get value out of it. They'll thank you for it later. Here's the other thing. Entrepreneur, if you have a podcast that's entrepreneurial based, you know, business, lead generation, entrepreneurship, growing a small business or service on or offline, if you really think what the skills and the talents I'm bringing to the table would be a benefit to your audience, your tribe, I respect your opinion. I agree with you. I'd love to be on your show. I don't care how big or how small it is. In fact, if you have a blog that revolves around those issues, I'll seriously consider uh, writing content for your blog if you want. Even, as I said earlier, if your blog is not uh, doesn't have a domain ranking of 50 or more. But, you know, there's some other ways we could work some things out. Now, here's the other thing. If you happen to know of any, this is important, non-franchise retail appliance owners, retail furniture concerns, or uh, retail jewelry stores. Ladies and gentlemen, I normally work off what's called a 25% performance basis. And what that means is we'll do a baseline of where they are in every dollar I bring them above that that they clearly didn't have before our relationship started, pardon me. I normally am compensated 25%. I will gladly cut you in for being nothing more than the go-between who brings us together. I'll cut you in half of my 25%. I hope that's not too difficult, right? And I keep 100% of the back end. You can go out and do these too. You don't need me and vice versa. I'm just giving you a person you could start out with. Maybe, as they say, uh, get your feet wet. Now, here's the other thing I need you to do, entrepreneur. I want you to head over to my blog, youcanmarketonlinenow.com. I want you to pick out three categories. You don't have to do this all in one day. I want you to pick out three categories, read at least one blog post per category. If there is a video embedded in the uh, post, especially if it's one of mine, I want you to watch it at least twice. If there is a uh, podcast episode embedded in it, 99.9% of the time it will be one of my podcasts. I want you to listen to that podcast at least twice because by the second time, you should be getting ideas you didn't have the first time around. And here's the other thing. Speaking of podcasts, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to head over to Spotify or Apple or Google Play, wherever you listen to your podcast. I want you to put in the Marketing Minute when you find Mark Newsom, a.k.a. Mr. Marketing. I want you to pick out an episode based on the title that you think will be interesting and provide it as long as you think it's warranted. I want you to give me that all-important five-star review because that organically pushes it out. And the more people to get exposed to it, the more good things happen for everybody involved. Now, here's the other thing. If you're on LinkedIn, ladies and gentlemen, reach out to me. I don't know if it'll say connect or follow, but whatever it does, I'll follow you back. And just in the messages, because I'm using, still using the free version, so you can you can message me. Just say, hey, Mark, saw you on uh, LinkedIn as a result of listening to your pod, your podcast. And I'll know, you know where you're coming from and, and how we're, we're being connected. But the point being, now you and I can start tagging each other and sharing each other's content on LinkedIn. Entrepreneur, don't forget, 
LinkedIn is the largest, most powerful B2B platform on the planet, bar none. So if you're in business or trying to be in business, how are you not on LinkedIn and participating? Anyway, I digress. Now, once you do all that, a couple of things should become obvious to you. Ladies and gentlemen, either you and I are compatible or we're not. There's no ambiguity here. If you're if you listen to this particular episode or any other episodes in my series and you're hemming and hawing and not sure, we're simply not compatible, and that's okay. Because, ladies and gentlemen, there are tens of millions of men and women who are just coming on to the internet, internet, pardon me, worldwide, and they are absolutely looking for this kind of information. So if that's not you, it's okay. No problem. The other thing is, ladies and gentlemen, when you're at my blog, go ahead and grab, uh, subscribe, Grab your free nine-page special report and my 22-part follow-up sequential email marketing series called Small Business Marketing Mastery. Side note, I just, you know, with Aweber and I assume with all the other reputable paid email service providers, I just got an email of a subscriber from Serbia, and I'm in America. See how cool this whole internet marketing thing is? I have no idea where this particular person came across my blog or a lead capture page. What? No, no idea. I mean, now they tell you, no. Aweber, in this case, tells you, did they uh, come in through your blog? But what I'm saying is I don't know how the person found my blog. Was it through search or something? I don't know. To be honest, I don't really care. But the, the point that I'm trying to make here is there's a ton of opportunity. And I want you and I definitely want myself to get our part of it. So on that note, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mark Newsom, Mr. Marketing. And yes, entrepreneur, I am definitely looking forward to being with you again very shortly for another exciting and potentially profitable episode of The Marketing Minute. And remember, entrepreneur, it's not how or where you started at. It's where you ultimately end up that counts.